It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. It's time for the Sunday service. This is a bonus program for listeners of the Green Industry Podcast interested in learning more about the Bible and what it means to have a relationship with the Lord. Paul Jameson shares his passion for knowing God and believes that no matter how badly you've messed up in life, God loves you and wants you to know Him. Today's episode is not sponsored content and does not necessarily represent the views and or opinions of the advertisers heard on the Green Industry Podcast. You are welcome to send a direct message to Paul on Instagram with your questions and comments. Thanks for spending a few minutes with us today. And now here's the Sunday service with Paul Jameson. What is up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to today's Sunday service. I am excited. There's a verse that uh, I read earlier in the week that just pierced me, popped off the page, felt like I had my address on it, my name, my social security number, and uh, all of the above. So here we go. Let's uh, read it. And uh, I want to share what the Lord, uh, how the Lord used this verse to really uh, encourage me, convict me, and challenge me. This is in the book of Ecclesiastes, uh, which is in the Old Testament, right before the Song of Solomon's, Song of Solomon. And uh, this is what he says. It actually concludes the whole book of Ecclesiastes with this verse. It says, for God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or or evil. And so I read this um, last week in the morning. I, I try to read the Bible and, and write in my journal and write down whatever dreams I had at night. I, I feel like the Lord has really been speaking to me through my dreams. And so I want to be a good steward of those. So my morning routine is to get, you know, that journal open, write down whatever dream I had or, you know, the bulletproof version of the dream, pray into what did that mean? Was God trying to warn me about something? Was he trying to teach me something? And uh, a lot of times I'll put on some worship music and I'll just sit with my Bible and pray. And I love starting my mornings out doing that. And I love actually doing that in the evenings as well because in the Hebrew calendar, the way it works um, with the Jewish calendar is the day starts in the evening. And so you kick your day off in the evening, you go to bed, you wake up. That's like after halftime. That's like the second part of the day. And so anyway, I like whether I'm on the you know American calendar or the Jewish calendar, I, like, I just go for both. I, I like to spend that time with the Lord before I go to bed and when I wake up. So there you go. I just cover both bases. Now I'm reading this verse and uh, it just popped off the page because what he's saying is that every act will be judged, whether it's good or whether it's bad. Whatever is done and hidden will eventually be revealed. Now, Jesus said something very similar to this. And I'm telling you guys what's going on globally, nationally. We are starting to see things that 
people think they just cover up and hide and it's being exposed. But this thing is going to, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Increase. And it's also coming to our address. It's coming to our house. What we are doing in secret will be exposed. Now, the encouraging thing of that is if we are found doing the right thing, if we are found living righteous, living holy, living honorably before God, spending time fasting, actually skipping some meals and seeking God, spending time in the word of God, spending time praying, spending time you know, honoring God with the decisions that we're making with our eye gates, with what we're scrolling through on our phone, what we're watching on the TV or the computer, and truly honoring God when no one's watching in the secrecy of our home and the hiddenness, well, that will be judged one day and that will go well for us. That will be good. And for those where there is evil, whether it's a thought in our mind or it's an action with the scrolling through our phone or watching something we shouldn't, or it could be fill in the blanks and there's wickedness going on. It could be an attitude. It could be unforgiveness. It could be resentment. It could be any sin, the lust of the eye, the pride of this life, the love of this world. And, you know, in the Instagram generation, we can cover that up and we can make it look like, oh no, I'm living for God. Everything's good around here. And God's not fooled by any of that. Nice try. <laughs> it's not, not even, doesn't even flinch. I, I watch on YouTube and uh, maybe this is one of the things I should be repenting of in the days ahead for, for vanity, but I, I used to, I'll say it like that, watch these um, cop videos where they'll pull over these imperson impersonations, uh, people that impersonate a cop and then the real cop will pull them over. And uh, there was just one kid, he was like 17, 18 years old. I mean, the most raggedy fake uniform, you know, you could get and uh, didn't have any, I mean, it was all suspicious. And, uh, you know, it was, was kind of laughable. Eventually it's like, all right, all right, I'm not a real cop. And uh, the real cop, you know, was like, uh, where's your badge? Where's this? Where's that? Where, you know, every, and this guy was just dodging every answer. And uh, uh, not the best analogy in the world, but my point is God doesn't, we can't fake him out. We can't fake him out with what we do in secret, what we do in hidden. And that's what, what he evaluates. That's what he judges. He says that when we stand before God one day to give an account for our life, he's not going to gather the angels and say, all right, guys, pull, pull up Paul Jameson's Instagram. Let's, let's, let's judge his life. Oh, wow. He posted that. He posted that. He's not going to say, let's listen to his podcast. Let's watch his YouTube video. Let's, let's scroll through his Facebook page. And uh, that's not where the evaluation comes from. And I'm not saying don't post, you know, um, encouraging, inspiring, uplifting post. There's nothing wrong with that if our motive is that we genuinely want to encourage someone. But we can't fall into the trap of thinking that that replaces the hiddenness that that replaces the judgment that's coming on our lives with what we do when no one's watching. I remember my buddy Jason Hoffman gave a uh, talk at college at the Campus Crusade for Christ event. And uh, it was on a Thursday night. And he said, who are you when no one's around? That's who you really are. And I deeply respected this man because he was my roommate and he was legit. He was a, a really solid believer and he is to this day and uh, is a great, um, just a great guy. And, uh, but he said that. He's like, who are you when no one's around? Because that's who you really are. And so we're living in this fantasy world right now where there's hidden sin that's covered up 
And people think that if you can get enough people to go in on the cover-up with you, that it's okay. And there's so many different examples that I can give of this, but we're just fooling human beings. We're not fooling God, not even close. And so the solution isn't to sin and to cover it up. The solution is to repent and to live right. And I'm talking in my own heart. I'm asking God, search my heart, God. What are the areas in my mind? What what is the thoughts that I think or tolerate that aren't pleasing to you and doing business with God and repenting of those sins? What is in my life that I have tolerated that needs to go? It can be unforgiveness. Is there somebody in your life that you have a grudge towards that their name is brought up and it aggravates you, it irritates you? Is there somebody that you need to forgive? Is there somebody that I need to forgive? This is something that continuously, I I ask God to search my heart. Is there anyone that I need to forgive? Is there anyone that I have resentment towards? Is there any motive or ambition or intention in my heart that isn't sanctified, that isn't pure? Why do we do what we do? I want God to cleanse me and purify me because at the end of the day, friends, we're going to stand before Jesus and we're going to give an account for our life. It was Evan, uh, Evan Roberts, I believe in the Welsh revival, this young guy had this vision and I've had something similar happen to me. And what happened to him was he saw a line of people standing before Jesus and Jesus was sending them to hell. And he could hear the echo of their screams as they were on their way to hell for eternity. And he started recognizing some of these people. And uh, then the vision ended and he came back to you know, real life uh, in the sense of, you know, the moment and, and, and this, it came to his senses and it, it messed him up and he ended up, you know, leading a great revival because he was gripped with the reality of eternity and, and, and people's souls. And I had a similar uh, vision or it wasn't a vision. It was, I don't even know how to explain it, but I, I heard the, I, I, it may have been the sounds of hell. I'm not sure, but it was like these birds and it was these screams and it was horrific. And I knew it was related to hell and I, I didn't see the people's faces, but I I heard the the, the, the the agonizing cries and I was it marked my heart to say, God, I, I don't want to go there and I don't want anyone in my family to go there. I, I want to see as many people born again and saved as God, you know, he wants all of us to be saved. He wants all of us to be born again and he puts the ball in our court. We decide if we're going to, repent of our sins and put our faith in Christ and be born again, or if we're going to live in our sin and go to hell. And so the, the ball is in our court and we will be judged before God one day. We will give an account to him. I was blessed on Instagram this week. I was watching Keith Kalfas going through his thing and he gave me a shout out. I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, I, I, I shout out Paul Jameson because he talks about God on his podcast. And I was like, yes, it is a business podcast Monday through Friday. And we do talk mainly about profitability. How do we make money? Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so he wants us to have that abundant life. And I believe in prosperity. And if we're going to work hard in our businesses, that we do all the small things right and the details you know, accurately so we can prosper, we can have an abundance. And the reason I do this Sunday service is because I don't want us just to have a pile of money. That doesn't mean... I want us to have money rather than not have money, but that pile of money isn't necessarily going to lead to a healthy, vibrant relationship with 
a spouse and with children. And it's not necessarily going to lead to eternal life. What does it gain the uh, gain a man to um, gain the whole world, but forfeit his soul? And so I want to make sure we also talk about the realities of eternity. And I know most people that listen to the Sunday service, listen to my podcast, we own businesses, but it's important that we put God first, not whip service, not in, you know, just in our Instagram profile, you know, God, family, business, whatever the, you know, we all can say the right uh, priority list that, oh yeah, yeah. You know, everyone would applaud us and say, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, God's first. And then family and then the business or whatever the order is that, you know, is uh, logical that will please man. But I'm talking in our heart, in our soul, in our decision makings in hidden, in secret that God is truly first. When we lay our heads down on bed, that God is first. When we wake up in the morning, he is first. On a Monday afternoon, on a Tuesday evening, on a Wednesday morning, on a Friday and Saturday night, that God is first in our life and our our thoughts and what we do with our time, what we do with our eyes, what we do with our ears, what we do with our money, what we do with our life. And so in summary, I'll read this one more time. Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 14. For God will bring every act to judgment. Everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil, everything is going to be exposed, my friends. And so let's not be exposed where there is sin. And if there is, you know, sin in the past, we don't have to look in the rearview mirror. We can plead the blood of Jesus to forgive us and we can genuinely repent. We can genuinely forgive those who need to be forgiven. Jesus said to forgive everyone of anything. Leaves no room for error. There's leaves no, blah, 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 Paul, you, you don't understand what they did to me. Blah, 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 Paul, you don't. We need to forgive them and trust that God is God of justice and he will deal with them. He knows what happened and he will bring every act to judgment everything which is hidden. And so they may have gotten away with it for how they mistreated us. No, they didn't. They, they got away with it by deceiving men in, in the temporary, but God will bring them to justice. But we're doing ourselves a, a huge disservice and a, a destiny destroyer by having unforgiveness and resentment. We need to forgive at the heart level. And if there are sins in our past in the secret, we need to repent of every single one of them. And then don't look in the rear view, look into the future and plead the blood of Jesus over our past and and genuinely walk out that salvation with fear and trembling, genuinely walk in repentance. Amen. All right. Well, that's a good place to end it uh, here today. I hope this has been an encouragement to you, Father of glory. We love you, God. I ask that you would forgive me, God, for any sin that I've ever committed God, I give you my heart. I repent for the foolish decisions, the foolish thoughts, God, in all the sins of my life. I plead the blood of Jesus. God, I turn to you in repentance. I give you my future. God, I give you my eyes and ears and mouth and and, and just any future hours, weeks, days, months, years, decades of living. God, it is for you. I ask that you send your fire on the altar of my heart, God, that You would purify me and sanctify me, God, that when you come to judge me for the hidden things, that you would find pleasing actions in the secret place before you, God, that you would find me doing the right thing, making right choices. God, I ask for your grace. We can't do it in our own grit and energy, God, but we need your power 
on our life, in our minds, that we would truly honor you in the hidden places, that we would truly walk worthy of you and fully please you. In Jesus' name, amen.